Hey guys, welcome into the Bear With Us podcast. I'm Jack. That's Frank, right over there. Guy in the left or right, depending on where you watch this. Frank, uh, how you doing? Good? Uh, I don't know if good describes it, Jackie. It's, uh, listen, it's been a struggle. Yeah, yeah, it, it has been a struggle. And, uh, you know... Frank, I, I people people are always when I when I ask them if they've seen the podcast, one of the things they like most is when we touch on the on the positives. We keep this light, keep positive. So that's where we're going to start today. Let's talk touch on some positives of uh, of this Bears Chiefs game, forty one ten loss in Kansas City. And thank you everyone for listening to the Bear With Us podcast. We listed all the positives for you to start your week four in a good manner. Like, share, subscribe, and uh, we'll see you next time. Everybody love everybody. Don't don't forget. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even kidding. I was just going to start this uh, this podcast with silence because I mean, what there's there's really nothing left to say. No, I know. but you know what, though? I, I I feel like the biggest disappointment for me, Jack, is we're in a position where, like, what what is there to, like, analyze from, from week to week? Like, uh, again, we came into this year, you know, six wins maybe is the floor, five or six wins is the floor, and you, you know, luck into a couple wins. Maybe you're, you're sneaking in seven, eight wins, nine wins into the playoffs, right? And, you know, I sort of prepared myself this season to be like, man, like, let's see the strides that Jalen Johnson continues to make. Let's see the strides that Justin and wh- wh- who's going to be the bell cow running back. Like, what will DJ Moore have a year? Can Darnell Mooney be a two? Can Claypool do anything? I mean, n- no talking point that you could have imagined going into this year has come to fruition. Like, how how are we back at the point where it's like, are we just going to blow it up again? Do we get a whole new GM? Do we get a whole new coach? Do we get a whole new this? Like, that's not that that that's the portion that's not fun for me. Like we like b- besides any sort of team expectations or expectations that we had for Fields or more or whoever, we came in with the same expectation last year or the same um what we wanted from the team. We just wanted them to be watchable. We just want them to be fun, be a modern NFL team. And they just can't do that. We, we, we just, no. yeah, they're, they're, no. they, they just can't. No. They refuse. They've, they've got a coach. They've got a head coach who's in over his head, who's had to deal with something that I, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I've, if I've really seen. When was the last time that a defensive coordinator just, just left for reasons that are still unknown? Rumors, you know, we don't know the full story yet. Still. Somehow, even though we have a thousand beat writers in this city, apparently none of them are are able to figure out what exactly happened. Yeah, whatever. I, it's, I mean, but it, it, um, it isn't that. But Jack, to to isolate that really quick, and you can continue on the laundry list. But isn't that like a sign that it's a something really big? I mean, I because, would think so. Right. Because yeah. even even the reports wasn't even a report. I think it was Jalen Johnson himself, or it was someone on defense. Like, yeah, we really don't know. We I know as much as you, and I mean that to me. Me, I mean you. You hear the rumors of his house being raided and things happening, and you heard even more extreme rumors that 
since they're not confirmed, I don't think we touch on that here. But regardless, you would think like, is the FBI involved? Is some is someone? Is there a there is some sort of investigation happening? Because not only did the Bears not tell them, they they made it very clear that HR is the one who stepped in. Something happened that the Bears just scrubbed his existence. They didn't thank him for his service. They didn't. They they immediately took him off the website. It was the, it was. I mean, I've never seen this before. Right, and and they just became a clown show across the NFL because right before that, Justin Fields had gone off on on Luke Getze, which you and I were were actually pretty happy about. And I think most Bears fans were too, because it was refreshing honesty from a franchise that has acted like it's top secret government stuff <laughs> that they're dealing with. And just here, you know, it, Justin walked back his comments well documented. I, I was fine with, with that happening. I was fine, you know, and I think that's what's most frustrating is like Justin seems like a good guy. And you want him to succeed. I, I just believe that going back to my original point, it's coaching staff, this, the, the head coach in charge does not know what he's doing, did not make the right hires, uh, obviously, with the defensive coordinator. Uh, and then again, with the offensive coordinator, because the offensive coordinator has completely failed this quarterback. Um you can you can say Justin played bad again, which fine, whatever, ninety-nine passing yards inexcusable in today's NFL, especially when you got a rookie like CJ Stroud going out there, making big throws, getting wins like that. It, it, it just, it shouldn't look like this. It, it just should not look like this from top to bottom. And they just, I, I think what's most disappointing is you're, you're absolutely right. We're <laughs> right back here after a year of just optimism. Like we were, an entire off season of optimism. There was no reason not to be excited as a Bears fan going into this season. They, they draft, you know, we had the draft some big, you know, some money was spent on, on some free agents that should have made this team better. And I mean, everything ultimately looks worse. Yeah. And, and that's inexcusable. This should not look worse. And granted, I know people are already going to be in the comments Saw it yesterday. Guys, the Chiefs, what did you expect? Man, fuck that. The Chiefs have not been playing well the last two weeks to start this season. I'm not saying the Bears, we thought you were right. Either one of us thought they'd actually win. But they should have looked better. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it, because it's the Chiefs, I'm not all that upset. You knew they were going to click eventually, right? And this isn't to excuse mm -hmm. anything that happened. But to your point... Like, oh, what did you expect? It's the chief I ex of the Chiefs. I expect this Bears team to look like an NFL team. Like that, that yeah. that's what I do. Because if we're being honest, the Chiefs were nice. They could have hung 70 on us just like Denver got hung 70 on them. They took <laughs> Mahomes out. They didn't they didn't press it at all. And to be quite honest with you, the Chiefs had a little bit of a reason to do so. Patrick Mahomes is still a little he talks about it. He says maybe yeah, I mean he said it right in, in the press conference. I I uh maybe don't think about it as much anymore, but it does feel good beating the Bears. They didn't pick me, they picked um they pick Mitch over me. And, you know, no matter what we or anyone else in Chicago feels about Matt Nagy, they love him in Kansas City. You don't think him and Mahomes were in that, you know, in, in uh, preparation rooms getting ready to try to beat the dog shit out of us? Of course they were. They both feel a way about the Chicago Bears, and it's, it's no secret at all. So they called off the dogs, and they didn't have to. And, the, I mean, with, with being in year two of this system, with this philosophy, with this coaching staff, it can't look like that. Again, it's not about... 
We talked about this last week. We, we talked about it against the Packers. It's not about winning and losing still. This, still, this is a very young team. If, if they were losing, it's not about, you know, um, the actual loss itself. It's about the way that they're looking. Who's progressing? Is this scheme looking better? Is the offense looking better? Just like you said, that's the ultimate point here. That, that's where everyone is frustrated at. Nothing looks better. As a matter of fact, it's not even that it doesn't look better. It looks worse. It hasn't even stood the same. There, there's no unit on this team that looks better or even the same as last year. It looks, it looks, it looks worse. E- even down to what were weaknesses last year, like Luke Getzey's play calling, it looks even fucking worse. He's made zero adjustments. It, it, it's, it's awful. It's just a god awful product right now. Yeah, and you got Matty Bruflus talking about how they're practicing together for the first time, playing together for the first time. What is he talking about? What it would? It, it's year two. Not everybody on this defense is new. It, it's the third game of the season, and you had two months of training camp, a preseason. What do you mean you're practicing together for the first time? What are you talking about? And, and like he, he's just—he's lost, man. He—he's lost. He doesn't know how to handle this. He doesn't know how to be a head coach. He hires the wrong people. They've completely destroyed the the confidence of their prospective franchise quarterback. Uh, they don't do anything easy, right? They make nothing easy for him. Just look at Tim Jenkins. Uh, go on, on on YouTube and find him uh, and watch his breakdown of Justin Fields' play because he was basically like, I don't know what to make of the offense that he's running. Yeah. You just watch the play designs. You watch guys in bun. You know, you got three guys running the same route. You got a guy scheming receivers, calling plays for acting like their offensive line can block for more than two seconds like it it just it's not working i i think this needs a fresh start it's tough because because part of me part of me really wants to say keep you got to keep ryan poles you know you you have to let him take another shot at this but you kind of look at some of the decisions that he's made you know i know it's game three but just from a from an overall perspective, the outside stuff also makes this look worse. The GM didn't really step up and, and take control. Neither did Kevin Warren, who you and I were both really excited because finally like a professional president in the building can steer this thing in the right direction. None of that happened. I just I don't know, man. Like I don't know what the answer is at this point. Like, did you give Ryan put like again, it's it's it sucks that there's not one thing that we can basically look, be like, all right, here's what we build for for the future. Like, ultimately, I, I texted you and you responded in jest, but also there was some truth behind it. I was going to say, why don't we take a look and see what building blocks there are on this roster? And you, you, said, you said there are none. And while, again, a little facetious, sure, but when your two best players are a guy that you didn't draft, in, in DJ Moore, who had a huge drop, can't happen, and a fourth-round rookie running back. I, I mean, like, if this thing was blown up, would it really be that big of a deal? If Ryan Poles was let go, would it really be that big of a deal? Would you feel like you're really missing out on something? It's, it's um, I, 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 the answer is I don't know. I, I get where you're going with it, but again, it's, it's, it's so hard for me Unless you really hang 
the Eberflus thing with him, and you're like, you know what? He made that hire, who then Eberflus ultimately hired the OCs, and you know how, how the structure works. And, and if that's a fireable offense, I can't defend that. Eberflus has been bad. Nothing's improved. I will not defend that at all. But in terms of team building, um, he's I think he's improved this roster from last year to this year. He did a really good job of tearing it down. And, and again, my only point in it being in favor of keeping him is... He really only had one offseason. Uh, people are, are are floating around the contracts he gave out with. I mean, these are like one, two-year stopgap type of things. Like, remember last year, the only thing we said was like, the biggest knock, the Claypool trade, not the biggest fan, still hasn't worked out that great. Cool. Call, call that an F. That's fine. You the, 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 A bad grade for polls. But our, our, our other thing was, man, it sucks that like one or two of these guys, one, of the, one or two of the one-year waiver type of deals didn't pan out to get a three-year. I'm thinking like Akeem Hicks or just someone who came here on a one-year and they they earned you know the right to to get a bigger deal. That didn't happen. That, that those were shots in the dark. Who cares, right? And this year for me, his draft picks are just a little bit too early to say. But again, right. now seeing the snap counts of, of of these rookie defensive tackles and Tyler Scott, and it's like, again, if you want to point to he's the one that hired this guy who's making the decisions, I I can't defend it, but. Ultimately, I, it feels like this coaching staff is the one that's holding back this roster. And it's not to say this is a Super Bowl team. It's not to say that this is a playoff team. But we're look. You 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 can look at Arizona, who probably objectively has less talent than the Bears do, top to bottom. They have a quarterback that they acquired just before the fucking season started. A guy who they've literally on um, every broadcast he's on now. They say he doesn't even know the name he of the guys he's playing with. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> And so my point is, I know people still say like, oh, you know, this needs time to gel or that needs to, and, and, and to a degree that that is the, usually the case until like week four or five. That's when you know who you got in a team. You know what I mean? That's when you, that's why we've been, you know, banging on the door of like no division games until week four. But at a certain point, just the philosophy and your, your ability to coach shines through even very early. Like, and if you don't see that with Arizona, you know, people were already talking about could could the Arizona coach be fired after one year just like they've done before? And, well, does he really have a chance? He's just there to soak up losses. He's built something already. Look at that culture. Look at what he's got them doing. They've been in every single game, and these are games that they probably shouldn't even be in. How well, so, who, so, who, who, who the fuck so, in the world picked Arizona over Dallas? Yeah, that, that's a that's a good point. But hold, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you to pump the brakes just a little bit. Because I had the same thought. I was about to text you this. I was about to say, man, we made a mistake and not look at that. John, Jonathan Gannon steps right in and, and he has this team playing hard. But then I remembered you got to, you know, not you specifically, but Bears fans in general do have to remember to start the year. The Bears were playing well last year. They were playing hard. They got some wins, wins that we, you and I never thought they would get in a million years. He had this, Eberflus had this thing working. He had it rolling. And the team was playing hard. And then I, I ultimately, Frank, what I think happened was I think that, <laughs> I think that Packers game uh, was a lot more important than I think you and I realized because we, I mean, we saw the bench, right? We all, we all saw the players yep. looking dejected. Yep. It, it was like, what is going? Why is this? Why are they looking like this? it's the first game of the season? Because they knew, because they knew they they were in training camp. They knew where this thing was headed. They saw the things that we were about to see, 
and they saw that this thing was just not going to work. I don't know where the intensity has gone, the hits principle, right? The hustle, not there. Intensity, not there. Turnovers, yeah, they got two at the end of the game against Chad Honey. Who cares? And then S, being smart. I don't really think this team is that smart from top to bottom. And it's it's just, I don't understand how we've gotten to this point. How a team coached by a second-year guy is just completely flat. They're done, man. Like this, yeah. They tune him out. He sounds like a clown, right? He's talking about Wednesday practices. This feels like Mark Trussman all over again. It, it really, really does. And that's why I'm saying, listen, there were some questions when he got hired about Eberflus and his and his connection through the agent with with Ryan Poles. There were some questions about that. Is this a Ryan Pace, John Fox situation? Somewhat similar, although Eberflus obviously didn't have the experience as a head coach. But I just think the Bears wanted something so specific. They wanted to go back in time to something that they were comfortable with. Okay, yeah, we'll hire a first-time GM, but we really want something that we that we know. And they went with a guy who runs the cover too, who came from the Lovey Smith School, Rod Marinelli. They know that. They know. They understand. And, and unfortunately, they don't have the players to do that. But it feels like a lot of what we used to talk about with Matt Nagy's system, where it's like, okay, every other team does not have the perfect roster. Why do the Bears always seemingly have to have top to bottom, everything for it to work? Yeah. It's just that, that, that that's a detriment to your coaching staff. But I, I, it's, the other thing, though, Jack, is like, for me, it's not even like, oh, it's it's not working. Like, we, we know that this... Ta- this roster is still talent-stricken. It still needs more blue-chip players, just generally, no matter what scheme that you're running. But again, like we've seen good coaches with their philosophy, with their ability to coach people up. We've seen it in Chicago. Vic Fangio in 2015, when he got here, it was like Pernell McPhee and Aaron Lynch looked good under him. And it's not that the defense were world beaters, but it was like you saw something. You saw the, 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 yeah. the semblance of like, man, when they get this, when they get that, when they plug in a couple of pieces, Vic's got something going on here. He just needs the talent now, you know, to to really make it pop. You don't you don't see that here, man. And and, and like even looking at the offense, I was thinking about this uh, before we started recording. Like you look at something like the New York Jets, where it's like it's very clear that the quarterback is holding that offense back. They have a solid line. I think they have an okay run game. When especially you know Brees Hall continue to get going. Wide receiver talent out the fucking wazoo. They're, they're, they're phenomenally built. But it's very clear Zach Wilson just isn't good at playing quarterback. I would rather us be in that position. As, as heartbreaking as it would be, you know, their, their situation is different because they, they thought, you know, A-Rod would be healthy. They can roll the, uh, roll the dice with him. But it's like, at least it's like, you know what? He stinks. We're going to have to just try to replace him. That's our job is to get someone or build him up or something. Like, it's it's like you, you look at this team, man, and it's not to, to you know, Act like Justin Fields is perfect. He still has a lot that he has to work on. But to to even say that, but then also say he's also not the biggest problem on this offense, that is fucking insane. He's not a perfect quarterback. He has things he has to work on. And as a matter of fact, I think to, to, to the, uh, the detriment of this coaching staff, he has gotten worse mechanically. Just like you talked about earlier with his confidence, they've neutered him like... And it's not to take away anything from him. At a certain point, I, he still has to have personal accountability and rise above this, unfortunately. But it, it's like, dude, we're, we're seeing it nationally. Like, I don't ever remember a Bears quarterback 
in a bad situation. We were not, we remember that that happened a lot, but I'm saying like, <laughs> but then nationally people were like, yeah, I don't know what he's supposed to do here. You, 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 you hearken to your guy. There's another guy within the, the, the quarterback school to uh, O'Sullivan who says a lot of the same things. He's like, look, he missed a throw here. He missed this open receiver here, but like 80% of this is Getsy. I don't know. I don't understand what his plan is. I don't understand what his philosophy is. I don't understand what the makeup of this offense is supposed to be. Terry Brad Bradshaw is an NFL on Fox. Like, yeah, the kid's talented. I just don't know what the fuck they're doing. Like, I'd like, and again, like, I think people just see, like, if you actually get a system around him, you would have some production. But what is happening here? Like, that, that, that's my problem is that we, we don't have, you know, uh, any semblance of an identity on any side of the ball. And that's right. a huge, huge problem. Right. Well, you hear, I mean, Greg Olson which I think was it was it was nice, I think, for meatball Bears fans to hear it coming from him uh, because they obviously, you know, they loved Greg Olson. That, that was their guy. Right. And him being like, I don't know what this offense is. I, I don't yeah. understand. It doesn't make any sense. And, you know, credit to Luke Getze. You can talk as much shit about him as you want. But God damn it, he will continue to run the ball when they're down by 40 points. He does not give a shit. All right. He's running those plays. Uh, he's running bubble screens two on four. He's uh, he's it's just like it's it's just they they don't use it. It goes back to so much of what we talked about last year, where it was just like they don't use their players. They just don't get them involved. They don't this this offense does not is not built through the run. They got one of the running backs they signed, not even playing. So that they can have Valus Jones stand back there and do literally nothing. And if they are going to run the ball, why not have your blocking wide receiver Equinemius same? Why'd you bring him back if he's just not going to play? Like it just it just doesn't add up. Nothing adds up. It, it, it's it's this offense is so predictable. They don't again. They don't do anything well on this team. There's nothing that you can point to that you're like, man, this team can do that. And the whole thing that pisses me off that makes me frustrated about Ryan Poles right now in his team building is we did have a lot of, you know, say what you will about how he broke things things down. Say what you will about how he spent the money. We both thought that that was smart. Maybe he could have got a, another guy here or there. But in terms of the draft, you and I had questions about why he was deciding to draft Kyler Gordon and Jaquan Brisker over wide receivers, building the way that he built it. And they, the one thing that we were like, okay, we're not going to have to worry about this. The secondary. Everybody is fucking hurt. Yeah, it's bad. It's just like, it's just like, man, like this team can't catch a break. There's two starters on the offensive line. Nate Davis was active, but didn't play, which it, that's a whole other conversation. But it's just, just like, there's something nothing is working nothing is is that they're doing is is working literally nothing so yeah. it's just it's hard to go through a, a day like that when you got some bears fans being like well it's the chiefs what did you expect like dude come on be real that's a bad thing you, you can't say that you expected this yeah you that's, can't it's it's just it, it's a bad take because again even if you were to say you know because again like the the the, where I sort of had that mentality is like the defense. Like that Chiefs was team was always going to light up the sure. defense. But then that makes me look at the offense and say, what the fuck did y'all, what game plan did y'all, I mean, you had to know you were going to fight fire with fire here. Or, or, or are we just fucking in, in, in La La World and, and everyone participation trophy land where it's like, oh, we, our defense will keep us in the game. Like, if, is there a moment of honesty in this offensive room to say like, hey, we're, we're coming up against a high-powered offense. We're going to have to 
fight fire with fire here and 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 you know match them point for point. You you get what I'm saying? Like th th that that's why I'm more upset with the offense than I am the defense because we didn't come to the, in, in this year with that high of expectations. We knew there was no pass rush. Our only hope right. was that the secondary could dominate and we can get some coverage sacks. But even I mean, dude, it's not exclusive to just week three. It happened with Jordan Love. It happened with Baker Mayfield. So they're getting seven, eight, nine seconds sometimes back there without even having to roll back. And like that to me is like sometimes right. the coverage is really good, but eventually someone's going to get open. These are NFL receivers. Like it's it's almost absurd it, it, what you know what happens on that side of the ball. Um, but yeah, man, I, it's it's I mean for me, heads have to start rolling. Allen Williams, he's gone. He's not coming back. That that is what it is. I mean how. How much longer is this uh, is this leash on Luke Getzey? You literally have former players, you have current broadcasters, you have current players. You had you had a, a Buccaneers linebacker telling DJ Moore they're not using you correctly after one week. That was in the that was pregame. Like how, how much more do you have to see from people to realize that your offensive coordinator is not it? And then he gets three targets. Well, before he he you know that last drive, which whatever, but. Yeah, and when it mattered, he couldn't get the ball, and when he did get thrown the ball, he dropped it. And Darnell Mooney has completely disappeared from this offense after a really good first week. Yep, I, <laughs> Khalil Herbert just looks like a guy again, and he doesn't even look close to the player he was last year. Which again, what does that tell you? That the run, tells you I, that dude, I mean, we talked about this last week. The run game has regressed immensely, and again, yeah. like I, people I mean, can. People can point to injuries on the line and this and that, but when this is your identity, when this is what you yeah, do, exactly. Kyle Shanahan exactly. can run the ball with anyone in that backfield. He could fucking put me at left tackle. He'll find a way to get three yards. I like you, and obviously I'm exaggerating. Everyone knows that, but like when this is your identity, you make it work. Like you, you, you're able to do this still. And we just don't. We don't have that. We don't have that at no. all. No, and no one on the off. I mean, besides Darnell Wright, looks he looks he looks good. He does. He look looks good. good. Which, uh, he looks good. Uh, again, and I, I, I hate to, to be the, you know, oh, Darnell Mooney is the reason that these guys are staying here, but, like, that does show me that Poles knows a, a little something. You need these higher-end picks. The second-round picks for both in both years haven't done as much as we'd like, but, you know, he has he, he's, looked, he's looked very good. He's been, the, I think, the lone bright spot on offense, if we're being honest. Which, when you're, again, your rookie right tackle is not the key he's not the key. it's just yeah. like just nothing is is working and 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 that's where frustration sets for me because we we talked about it you're absolutely right nobody expected the defense to be top five top ten nothing right but when you hire a defensive head coach he's it can't look like this you can't be yep. last in all major major categories regardless of talent because there is some talent on this team like you can't argue otherwise you just it, I mean, it's just You've it's, gotta bad, be able to coach. it's bad all around. You've got to be able yeah. to coach somebody up. And, I mean, yeah. this goes back to when, when we were talking about Matt Nagy. It, you know, yeah. after year one, who got better after that? Nobody right. did. At all. Everyone continued to regress. And, like, it's we, the, the, this Bears regime, this coaching staff, started at rock bottom, damn near. How the fuck did you regress from that? How was your quarterback looking worse with better weapons? How was your run game looking worse with better running backs? How are your receiver? How is your receiver group looking worse with better receivers? It, it just it, it doesn't make sense. How, how is your defensive line looking worse with better talent on the defensive line? 
How are your linebackers looking worse with, I don't want to say better, because I think Roquan pound for pound is better. He didn't fit the system, but you have guys who actually fit your system. The linebacking core looks worse. And the secondary is just depleted. It's hard to say, but it's like, again, what has gotten better? Cairo Santos? They, they, they get him in a nice squat regime? I, I mean, what, like... Yeah, it, I mean, that that's ultimately the question, right? Like, if, if Ryan Poles, hopefully, he did, but if he had... If he had them in the office today and said, why should I keep you around? What would they say? What could they point to? What what could Luke Getze point to to be like, yeah. this is why I deserve to be your offensive coordinator? Yeah. I mean, this Jack, is the offense I built. If, I mean, if I'm Kevin well, Warren. What would he and, say and, realistically? No, <laughs> I don't know. Say? But then, I but then there here's I mean here's the other point. Kevin Warren is the football guy now. He's the guy that you know George hired, and we like that. I I I, I yep. still do. He has nothing still to do, do with any of this at this point. I, I I think I'm a little bit more in Ryan Poles' corner than you are. I'm not saying you're out on him by any means, but I I think I I, I skew a little bit more you know in favor. If I'm Kevin Warren and you're Ryan Poles, and I say Ryan. Why do you deserve to be the GM next year? I want to blow this thing up. Why? Why do you deserve to 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 be at the ground floor of another regime? What can What can he say? I mean, the only th- the only thing to me is just like, look, I fucked up with the coaching staff. Look at the talent that I have. Javon Dexter. He I, reviewing some of his films. Some of these guys are putting these clips. He had some fucking plays last week. He he he, he was mm-hmm. blowing some things up. He looked all right. Um, but you, you the only thing you can do is admit your fault with the coaching staff. And say, but look at my ability to scout. These guys are making impact plays. It's just they're they're being held back due, due to my other fuck up, you know. So well, and 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 what's frustrating is is again it it goes back to our larger conversation that we've had for ever since we've been doing this podcast three four years now. Yep. Um, you know, it, it goes back to the, this this franchise does everything backwards, and one of the things that we're really hoping that they would do. When when Ryan Pace was fired, was they would actually hire Kevin uh, Kevin Warren type guy first, and let him lead the charge of hiring the GM, the head coach, etc. But instead, you hire the GM, you hire the head coach, you hire the president of football operations after that. So if he does want to make a change, now you what have to give him some time? Why he he wants to put in his own system? So I think again. I would be okay with them moving on from Ryan Poles only because I then because then Kevin Warren could bring in his guy and they could build everything out off and then, of that. And, it's like a true and again, reset. there's no, there there is nothing to in my opinion, and this is just my opinion. You can disagree, totally fine. There is nothing that Ryan Poles has done so far that I would be like, man, we really could could use that in the future. We really could build, like, as as much as, as good as I think the offseason was, you know, like, he was smart with his money. I thought he brought in good players. He did what, a lot of the stuff that we were hoping he would, which was good. Ultimately, he hasn't yet found any star players. Jaquan Brisker, sorry, looks like just a guy. Looks okay. like just a, another another dude. Like he's hurt all the time. Doesn't make any big plays. The defensive line, yeah, Jervon Dexter, fine, but he doesn't play. He plays like a third of the snaps. 
So it's just like it's like if he did move forward with a full rebuild, I'd be okay with it. I, th- I think I'd be okay with it. It sucks because I wanted it to work with Justin Fields, but let's being realistic, he's almost at the thirty start mark, and 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 it just shouldn't look like this when you got guys around the league who are coming in right away and 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 making. But granted, again, I'm not blaming everything on Justin Fields, but it just can't look like this already. It, yeah. it just can't. No, I mean it. it- it is what it is. I we you know we scouted Justin before he was a bear, and we we were high on him. We thought he was a really good talent, but I, he to me falls maybe even a little bit more of an extreme case in the Jay Cutler category. I think this organization failed him much more than he failed Agreed. this organization. Um, again, that's not to say he and has not no for nothing fo- that not for nothing that whole twenty twenty one draft class, not a quarterback draft class, not looking uh, not looking very good I right mean, now. But so we, we we scouted it. Well, no, I, I I I was wrong about about Lance, but we had we only, I, you had two, I had three like franchise guys. It was Burrow, it was Fields, and for me it was Lance. I thought he could he had a chance, especially dude. Zach Wilson was your Hall of Fame quarterback. Oh, what are you Jesus talking about? I had if I could rank him lower, I would have. Um, <laughs> but I listen. Here's the thing, Jack. Before we can get into picks or anything, at the end of the day. It is what I I don't think they will fire Flus, and honestly, I don't think that they should. Like, no one's gonna step in the interim and turn this thing around. You you let him go the whole year, and if he continues to suck, we get the first pick. Cool. It, you know, it is what it is. You just get rid of him then. OC's the OC has to go. There there is no if ands or buts because at the end of the day, you're still evaluating this quarterback, and you're gonna have to make a huge decision next year. Um, but but before we even get that far, there's still a lot of football to be played, Jackie. These next three games for me, it's the season. And it doesn't matter win or loss, but you, you, we've talked about identity. We've talked about culture. We, we talked about them on week one looking like there was a funeral on the sideline. Like, this is going to be Matt Eberflus's last chance to show that, hey, I have this locker room. We, we have something here. And, Jack, I mean, these are fucking winnable games, man. You have I know, Denver, I know. Washington, and Minnesota. It, I if we, we talked about this potentially being, you know, them being at least three and two at this point at that after week five, we talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's man, it, it, you know, it's, it's hard to even, I'm not saying they're going to win any of those games, but you got completely outclassed you know, against the team against the Super Bowl champs. Again, it, it sucks. We should look better than that, but oh. It's the Green Bay and Tampa games where you still look out of your depth against middling teams at best, if not like yeah. subpar teams. And, and then if yeah. it looks and like you, that again in these next three games. Especially I mean, this next one. Especially the next one. Yeah. Every especially the next one. 70, 70. Let's, let's get to our picks and we'll, we'll I, I'm not going to break down the Broncos Bears game. We're, we're probably not going to be doing breakdowns anymore, right? We're probably just going to give our because, thoughts. Because, I mean, the thing is though, Jack, and I don't want anyone to think that we are, you know, I don't even know what lazy. the right word is. Like, we, yeah, we're like, we're being lazy about it. Like, what the fuck is there? The same thing that I, I can't even break down that game. Like, I, I usually, I take notes during the game to say, oh, this is the point I want to make. Here's maybe what Justin can do a little bit better. Here's what I saw here. What, how do you even break down anything? It's so much, there's so much dysfunction on both sides of the ball that there isn't like a, a pinpoint thing. Because the only thing I, I, I left that game with Jack was, Honestly, what, what I saw when I saw him make that throw to Claypool, when I saw him make the throw to, to DJ Moore, I'm like, Justin, just keep doing that, dude. E- even if they're drops, just keep doing that. Give your players chances and, and just say fuck it, because there is there's gonna be no one open because of the scheme. 
DJ's the only one who can get any sort of separation. Just chuck that bitch. Like, that's all you can do at this point. Oh, oh and speaking of that, Jack, before we get to our picks, last thing. My son woke up from a nap two minutes before <laughs> Chase Claypool dropped that 50-50 ball. And he's like, oh, the Bears are still on, Daddy? I was like, yeah, the Bears are on. And he was like, oh, are, uh, are, are, are they winning? Like, are, are, what is Justin Fields doing? I was like, we're looking really bad. Like, we're, we're losing big time. He's like, oh, okay. Right after I say that, Justin Fields launches it, hits Claypool on the hands. He drops it. He said, ooh, they both fell down. I said, yeah. He said, Daddy, aren't they supposed to catch the ball? I was like, yes, son, they are. I, I, I wish I w there was like a camera in my house because I, I could not stop laughing after he asked it. He's like, aren't they supposed to catch it? I was like, yep. A tale as old as, sure a tale as, old as time. Yeah. A tale Jesus. as old as time. A son, a, a, a father, a Bears fan father telling their son that their offense should be better. No, he told me yeah, that they should be you. better. Well, and, that, and what last thing is, is I did want to touch on uh, that I, I, I wanted to mention is, you know, in regards to just wanting to be, you know, in favor of a full rebuild, this team might have two top five picks, two two top five first round picks. I know, and and that that to me, and and let's say Caleb Williams is that is you know in play, right? They have the number one pick, dude. You have your that Kevin Warren would have it literally his his pick of anybody. Anybody, because anybody would want to come here for that. You have two yeah. first-round picks and arguably, you know, right now at least, one of the best quarterback prospects ever. So, Jackie, my, I, 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 we'll, we'll get to it later. We, it's no, only I know. week four. I, quick but. thing, though, is is you, you, couldn't, you couldn't keep anyone on the coaching staff because the thing is— No, 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 I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, no, nobody can— No. Hey, the, no. The, the, and, the, and, that's, they, and that's why it's not Justin Fields, man. It's that's why to me it's not a, it's not Justin Fields because you, you just see on Twitter everybody talking about well if they brought in Caleb Williams it would look the same yeah it would exactly that's yeah, why they're, we were telling they're you the not same. to worry about Bryce Young they're very they're very similar prospects and and you, if they did this if this coaching staff did this with Justin Fields they would do the same exact thing with the guy who holds the ball too long who doesn't have the best pocket presence who rolls out sometimes a little too early. It's similar level of athlete. He's the same player. He's the same prospect. It's not to say what may separate them is maybe what's in between the ears and processing uh, speed. But again, we we people thought that of Justin as well. Oh, he'll be able to speed it up, and, and he has a little bit, but it just hasn't happened. So you have to get someone who knows how to play to that strength, who knows how to get him out in open space, who knows how to. And this team couldn't do that with a very similar prospect or this coaching staff. So yeah, you'd have you'd really have to blow. Not, not that I'm advocating for Flus to keep his job after this year, but you would have to clean house and the only one you'd consider keeping is Ryan Poles. It just sucks that we're already back to talking about I know. tanking and getting the first pick. and Because that was the whole point of having the Panthers pick. That's what was going to be fun because we could worry about this team being good, getting a middle round, you know, middle of the, of the pack pick, while also potentially having another top five pick because of the Panthers. That was the whole point. But now it's like, all right, well, I guess now we have to root for two top five picks. Okay. Let's, uh, let's get to our picks uh, for this week. Uh, while week three is still happening, it's still happening. We haven't even wrapped up week three while we're recording. We'll, we'll change of pace here, but uh, Thursday night football, Detroit at green Bay. Um, Frankie, they burned me two weeks ago. They burned me again this week. Cause I picked against them. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna see what happens. I'm gonna go with Detroit on the road in Green Bay because 
Say what you want, Packers fans, going fucking crazy, talking about, oh, my God, what a win, what a comeback. Shut the fuck up, all right? Derek Carr gets hurt. You guys win. Like, it, come on. What are we doing here? You guys were getting your asses kicked. Give me Detroit. Detroit. Yeah, I'm going Detroit as well. I, 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 Detroit may start separating themselves as the best team in the division very soon, starting with this game. Yeah, this could be it. Uh, Atlanta at Jacksonville. Um, Man, not expecting this from Jacksonville. Uh, I called them a playoff team last week. and You did? I sort of regret it because I don't know what's going on in Jacksonville, but it's it's not good. That being said, though, Atlanta, that offense just is not – it's just not very good. Give me, give me Jacksonville at home. Yeah, give me Jacksonville as well. I just – Atlanta, yeah, they're, they're, they're built so weird. Because they have so many good they don't receiving use their options. Best players. Yeah, it's I, I don't know, and I, I don't pay close enough attention to know if it's coaching or what. I'm going Jacksonville, but listen, if Jacksonville continues on with this, remember this is why we were scared of getting Doug Peterson because this was the same thing, even when he won the Super Bowl with Philly, he had that one good year and then it just sort of tailed off. Is he just one of those guys that, you know, makes that one adjustment and does things and they get used to him but he can't counter back? I don't know, but you know who they compared him to? Nagy. Matt Nagy. Yeah, I know. It was the same thing. So. I know. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going Jacksonville. Let's see if we can prove, it, prove that wrong. Rams at Indianapolis. Uh, Indy with a, a very, very solid win, which honestly I wasn't totally surprised about just because that's, that's such a win that Gardner Minshew is going to get. Like, it's, it's, it's pretty wild. But uh, I'm going Rams. I'm going Rams. I don't, I don't think Indy's going to pull it off twice in a row. I... Oh, I don't know, man. Indy's got a little spunk to them, dude. So, like, they're, they're, they I, don't I have like, the most like amount Steichen. of talent. But yeah. they I just... Like him. Yeah. I like I, him. I, I'm going Indy. I'm still not complete. Okay. Something about the Rams just... I don't know. Okay. I don't Fair trust enough. them. Uh, Baltimore at Cleveland. Speaking of not trusting them, Baltimore and, and, that, and that thing. I don't... I just... It just hasn't looked quite right. Cleveland looked a little bit better on offense, um, you know, even without Nick Chubb, which was kind of surprising. Um, I did pick them to to win last week, so I'm going to pick them to win again at home. I'm going Cleveland. I'm going Cleveland as well. Uh, Deshaun had a really good game. Like that that was yeah. the Houston Deshaun Watson that that we came to know. Um, and I don't know Baltimore. Like we remember, we used to make fun of Pete Carroll and the way that Seattle team. That, that's them. No, they're they're that. They did that. They, they they play the <laughs> same game every. Everything is a struggle with yeah. them. I just I don't understand it. Yeah. I'm going Cleveland. Well, Nelson Aguilar is their best wide receiver, so maybe that has something to do with it. Um, yeah. Minnesota at Carolina. Wow. Uh, I'm going Minnesota only because I think talent should win out. Like, Minnesota's been in these games and arguably probably should have won, won this week against the Chargers. Um, Carolina's just not – they looked better with Andy Dalton, so that should tell you all you need to know about Bryce Young. Uh, give me Minnesota. I'm going Minnesota as well. Um, it's they, Their losses this year have been the opposite of their wins last year. They got a little lucky, and it feels like that luck has sort of turned. It's been one player or two that they just, you know, they can't get it done. But on paper, they are the much, much better team than Carolina. Um, I think the yes. Vikings get their first win. Uh, Cincinnati at Tennessee. Um, I put an asterisk next to this earlier today because uh, I wanted to wait to see what happened with Burrow. Um, 
he is playing on Monday Night Football, so I, I'm, I feel comfortable picking Cincinnati because, man, how much longer is Ryan Tannehill going to be asked to be the quarterback? And do you, like, it may not even be his fault, honestly, what's happening, but you, you might just need something different on offense because what they're doing now just it, it looks really, really bad. And honestly, Derrick Henry kind of looks like he may have uh, it, age may may be finally catching up to him a little bit. So. Uh, give me, give me, uh, give me Cincinnati on the road. I'm going Cincy as well. It's it's still hard for me to say that about Derek because he started years like this before, and then all of a sudden, oh yeah, you know. Yeah. So until he has a full year in which he looks this way, I'm uh, I'm <laughs> I'm not writing him off. But yeah, I, Cincy, they're 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 just the better team. I, they're event the talent's gonna win out with them. They're 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 gonna come back and potentially even still make the playoffs. I'm going I'm going Cincy. Uh, Tampa Bay at New Orleans. Um, I'm going Tampa. I'm going Tampa. Ooh. I don't trust. I don't trust Jameis at at home. Like, give me, give me Tampa. Give me Baker. Give me Baker. I like. I, I I like that offense. I like that. I like that defense too. I like that defense a lot. So I don't. I don't um, know if I trust Jameis. But I'm I'm the flip of you. I that Saints defense is something nasty. They're 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 yeah, a they're, really good defense. They they let they let me down though, Frank. They they I'm did. Pick. They did. I'm but pick. yeah, I'm. <laughs> I'm going Saints over Bucks. Uh, Miami at Buffalo. This one, you know, Ooh. I almost instantly picked my, Miami, and then I kind of did a double take. I'm like, wait, do I really feel? Yeah, yeah, I still feel good. Give me, give me Miami. Uh, Buffalo's offense, they look better. They do, but they're still just, I don't know. Like they kind of get into these weird rhythms. So uh, I'm, I'm gonna pick Miami because I think it's a fun pick. So I'm going, I'm going with Miami. I'm going Buffalo. I'm going Buffalo. This is going to be a fucking game, though. This is going to be a very good game. Yeah, I'm not saving this for last. Denver at Chicago. Let's just let's just get it out there. I'm picking Denver. I'm picking Denver. I, I, I yeah, will, I'm not picking the Bears again this year. I'm not unless again they have these three games to completely get it turned around for me before I you know sort of reassess to see you know if I like this team at all. But yeah, I, that, that that is a shame though, Jack. That the team that just gave up seventy, we're we're picking them to beat the Bears. And That's not only crazy. that, our favorite. And their favorite on the road, on the road. I'm seeing I'm seeing minus three and a half right now. It was minus two yeah. to open it up. On the road. That's their favorite. A team that just gave up seventy points. I mean, listen, if this offense is going to look good at all this year. It's it would be this game, but I just have no confidence that they'll score more than they ten gave up points. Thirty-five against Washington. I, I, again, the uh, enemy is is doing his thing. Hope he continues to. Hope he gets a head coaching job next year. But you gave a thirty-five to Sam Howell, man. Gee. And you already and you already know the Bears will will score ten points. Max. Just it's, give me it's like, pathetic. Dude, just give just me false hope. You know. Yeah. Yeah, like like lose like 35-34. Yeah, oh. I mean, the, the, that like six-game stretch that we had last year, did it with Miami, with Detroit, with Minnesota. Like, I'll take those losses all day. We were fun. I can't do this. I can't do this just abysmal no. product of football. It's rough. Um, Washington at Philly. Give me Philly. Not even going to waste time on this one. Philly, yep. Uh, Pittsburgh at Houston. 
kind of wanted to pick Houston, but I'm not going to because <laughs> I think T.J. Watt's going to absolutely destroy that offensive line. Give me Pittsburgh. Come on. I'm I'm going to get spicy, Jackie. I'm going Houston. I need you to apologize to Kenny Pickett real quick. No, fuck no. <laughs> absolutely not. Uh, I don't blame you. Uh, <laughs> Raiders at Chargers, the first 305 game. Uh, give me the Chargers because I think Jimmy G is uh, in in concussion protocol. I, I wouldn't pick them anyways because um, you got to love the fact that they're head coach. At least we don't have him as the head coach because he's he can't he doesn't know that that you can score eight points in one possession. He thinks it's two. That's dude. That was nuts. I couldn't believe that. I when they were like in real time, I was like. What is he doing right now? I did like I, I couldn't even think of the logic, and, and neither could the. And usually, some of them is like, "Oh, like this is why you have your three top." You know, you, they'll break it down, even though a lot of it's common sense for people who've watched football for more than a couple of years. I was flabbergasted that that's what he was doing in that moment. It's just funny how the team looks the exact same that they did with uh, with Derek Carr. I mean, you got Devontae Adams they're putting the, up ridiculous numbers. They're the same player, though. I mean, what yeah. what did they what did they expect? Exactly. They side graded at best and downgraded at more. You know, I mean, it's it's. Except Jimmy G is hurt more often than Derek Carr. That's Carter's. true. That is so. true. Well, I'm going Chargers as well. Uh, I like I liked Herbert with the sleeve. I'm not gonna lie, Keenan Allen. I mean, Jesus, Christ. Jesus, man. Ooh. Uh, Arizona at San Francisco. Um, I. I I think this is kind of where the, the fantasy land ends a little yeah. bit here for Arizona. Give me, give me Sam. If, if Arizona wins this game or keeps it close, I may be starting to pick Arizona a few more times this year. Cause Agreed. absolutely insane what they were able to do against, against the Dallas Cowboys. But Agreed. yeah, give me, give me San Francisco. I'm going, I'm going Niners as well, but the Cardinals, just like you said, if they keep it close and they make a game out of it, man, that's going to be impressive. Josh Dobbs might be comeback player of the year. Sorry, Demar Hamlin. Well, I mean, Demar hasn't even suited up outside of the preseason. That's tough to exactly. tough to give him an award. But yeah, I I, I agree. He's looked good, dude. Like surprisingly it's, good. He doesn't know the names of the guys he's playing with, and he's having more better. He's having better games than than our first round quarterback. Whatever. I'm not going down it. Uh, New England at Dallas, uh, dude. Mac Jones, thirty player, apparently, just bad all around. Yeah, that team sucks. That team sucks, and that should tell you all you need to know about Zach Wilson uh, by proxy. I'm going Dallas at home against against this New England team. Come on. I want to go Dallas as well, but I still really like the Patriots' defense. But do you like the Patriots' offense? No, I don't, and that's the problem. I mean, they, I, <laughs> I, they, I could forecast this being like a 13-10 to 10 game with the special teams on either one, you know, being the deciding factor on like a punt return touchdown or something. Um I'm going Cowboys too, though. I, I don't think they have two straight bad weeks. Uh, Sunday night football, which we'll see if either of uh, we'll see if this gets flexed out. I don't know if they can though, because we only week four. I, th- I think that starts um, week six or something like that. Week seven. Yeah, yeah. Kansas. I'm sure that'll be changed in the offseason again. Kansas City at the Jets. Stop. Just Kansas City. Stop. Yes. Full stop. Going Chiefs. I saw some people saying that maybe the Jets should should off should try and get Kirk Cousins. And just let Minnesota accept it, but I don't think they do that because Justin Jefferson's a, a free agent. So, and yeah, I, I remember going into the year too. Justin Jefferson's like, yeah, like we weren't that close, and I'm like, why aren't you just giving him a blank check? He's the best receiver in football. Maybe, 
Maybe the Bears do that. That would be nice. DJ Moore, Justin Jefferson, Caleb Williams. I'm really mad at DJ Moore for dropping that pass. I know. I know. That 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 that's like just but how bears is that? That DJ Moore probably catches that a hundred times out of a hundred times outside of Chicago. Comes to Chicago, he's like, all right. I'm a bum now. Yeah. I'm fucking bum. <laughs> um Monday night football. Gross. God, they really had the stupid why does every New York team have to be on every primetime game? It's disgusting. Seattle at the Giants. Give me Seattle. Give me Seattle. Yeah. I'm going Seattle as well. I mean, they're just sort of picking up where they left off, picking up where they left off last year. Yeah, and Kenny Walker looks looks better than he did last year, which he does. Good for him. Charbonnet is dead. Know, he was never on. Dude, Pete, you gotta love the off season. Yeah, <laughs> you just you gotta love it. Kenny, Walker, he just he runs so fucking hard. Yeah, that, that, that's the, that's the other thing. I remember we talked about this to bring it back to the Bears before we wrap it up. Not only like has the the run game regressed, it doesn't look good, but it's like. We sort of talked about this in the offseason. Like, they were still missing that that punt. That, that was why we were in on a potential Saquon Barkley deal to the Bears because it's like yeah. they just don't have that guy. Who, who can take it to the house? All these guys will stumble to get you six yards, five yards. They don't – The oh, Justin is the only one that can – and now defenses are planning for that. You you look at the soft coverages and what they're doing with defensive ends and such, and he still has to wait. I, the one place – and I, I don't want to make us go down the rabbit hole – he still doesn't step up in that fucking pocket enough. Like, or, or ever. He just doesn't step up in the pocket. I didn't even do that. But Yeah, like climbing the pocket. I, like I, Tom I look, Brady. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, because he doesn't know how. It's because he was never coached to do it. He doesn't know yeah, what he's doing. He true. doesn't know how to do it. But I, I, look at, I look at Kenny. I look at Ken Walker. And he just, even like Pacheco. Even though Pacheco runs so fucking weird. <laughs> he just runs so aggressively. But it's like he doesn't go anywhere. Like it's like, He doesn't go anywhere. He looks like he's he running has, through mud. Yeah, he has a strange run style, but when he get when he gets an open space, he's explosive. Like the Bears just don't have that. No, and 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 so that's so that that's kind of the funny thing, which which you know, again, I I think I really do believe that there's some sort of disconnect between the front. I, I don't think the front office and the coaching staff are as close knit as they should be, because I do think that there is a disconnect between players, like the players they want versus the players they need. And, and it is really interesting when you really think about how this offense was supposedly supposed to be built upon. It was supposed to, you're supposed to need this really good run game for everything to really work. But then if that's the case, why not draft Bijan Robinson? Right? Why not draft a guy last year? Right? Like what? They, they, they didn't draft a running back until the fourth round. Yeah. Well, it's also, Roshan. I mean, even I, I'm not saying I'm, I'm philosophy is different, right? I, I I agree with what you're saying. You can find a running back anywhere. No, 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 I agree right. with that. But but if this offense needed a superstar running back, why did they why didn't they go get one? Yeah, it's I mean, just, but the, the other just, thing though, weird. Man. I just I also just don't believe that to be true. I I I, I believe that Getsy is in over his head because. Again, there's so many statistics that show that the run game doesn't even have to be effective for play action and rollouts and boots to work and misdirections to work. It's just about the look in the moment for the defense. And he doesn't use that run game to build off of anything. It's it's no. it's, wor- no, it's, it's, it's worse than that. Matt Nagy because yeah. at least Matt Nagy didn't hide from it. Like, he just didn't want to run the ball. He just didn't want to run. Yeah. 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 So. Exactly. Jackie, no, we're, in fucking, we're in dark times, man. 
yeah, it's it's gonna be this this could be a rough season. Honestly, this this could it's it's probably only gonna get worse before it gets better. The fact that you and I have no confidence in this team going up against a team that just let up seventy fucking points to a guy that the Bears didn't even bring in for an interview. That's that's just it's, it's yeah. Ugh, let's just wash our hands of this and see what happens against Denver. But obviously, neither of us feel confident here at the Bear With Us podcast. I'm Jack. He's Frank. I mean, listen, I think people are going to be disappointed because we're not we're past the point of angry. I'm not angry. I'm just sad. That's the thing. (laughs) We're we're down 21 nothing against the Chiefs. I'm not angry. I'm not. It's just like, oh, okay. That's just who this team is. That's just what they do. Tired. I'm yeah. tired. Just tired of doing this the same podcast that we've been doing for the last. Things were supposed to change. And I guess they, they won't. They were just until... supposed to be entertaining at least. Yeah. That was it, it. I don't. You could have asked me to predict this season a million times. I don't know if I ever would have predicted no, this No, Because, so again, even if you told me, you know, I was in a coma and I woke up and they won five games and I'd. Like, I would have been like, oh, but they were fun, though, right? Like, Justin made some strides. Run game was good. Defense maybe showed a little bit towards the end of the year. Developed a few things. Secondary was all right. Maybe Dexter and Pickens were showing you some flashes. We're getting, again, we're, we're only three games in, but the fact that none of that, no fun, no development, all regression, that's a bad recipe for three games, man. It is. Let's hope they turn it around at home against Denver. We'll see. We'll see. Denver 12, we'll see. Bears 9. Oh. Oh, boy. Well, we do appreciate you guys listening to the Bear With Us podcast. As always, hopefully we provided some fun. You know, hopefully we provided some entertainment for you. Um, We'll be back. Don't worry. We'll be back to talk about the Bears' loss to the Denver Broncos, 12 to 9, as Frank says. Uh, But we do appreciate you guys listening. Frankie, we'll talk to you guys next week. Later, Jackie. Later, everybody. Everybody love everybody!